Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the DeathStoreProcess.com video games podcast. As always, I'm dead. Every day we have Alex. Hey, everybody. And Caveman. Aloha. So, yeah, promising show I've had for you guys this week. Um, no me talking about how sad and pathetic I am. What? Uh, Who are you yeah. and what have you done with Dead Man? Dad. He went a little too into it last time. Yeah, last time was really sad. Ah, uh, okay. Well, anyway, speaking of last time, Alex. Oh, you want me to go first? Yes, I remember recently you talked about a game that you would not talk about without Caveman here. Yes, right. I, I had to have Caveman's reaction because I know I know how much he loves when uh, games ruin your power trips. Uh. <laughs> so, waiting for the air I was, li- I was literally smiling, and then he said that, and it's just grumpy face. I know. That was all part of my master plan. Yes, master so, plan uh, to make you slightly perturbed. <laughs> to make you slightly perturbed. So, as the air conditioning kicks on in the background, I will talk about The Legends of Hero, Trails of Cold Steel 3, which is only out in Japan right now, but I played it anyway, because I'm a rebel. So, Dude, this is in Australia. You're not a rebel. I could be. I'm not supposed to know about the, the, the incredible plot details that happened here. Quote, incredible plot details with finger quotes, although actually it wasn't that bad. So, in case you've forgotten what happened in the last Trails of Cold Steel games, our, uh, our main hero, Reen, found a giant robot under his schoolhouse. Because that's how things roll in not Japan slash not Germany. Yeah, welcome to anime, motherfuckers. Welcome to anime. And uh, Hell, his, I'm his... playing Dog and Rampa, and they just introduced their own fucking stupid mech. Well, really? Was it was it hidden under the schoolhouse? Uh, no, actually, it was built by Hifumi. Uh, okay, that's not quite as. He used hammers, you know, like robots do. Is there another guy with the robot who betrayed you? Not another guy, but kind of. I do of? not remember a giant robot in Danganronpa. Well, giant is a bit strong. It's about the size of Sakura. I don't remember. Do I remember a robot in Dangan? It's chapter three. Man, it has been a coon's age since I played that game. So to sum up the last the last two games, Reen finds a robot. His classmate Crow reveals that he also has a robot but he betrays the group to go and kill Chancellor Osborne, who he doesn't like because he ruined his hometown. What? That you ki- mean the guy named Crow is the bad guy? Yes, he is. Oh, my God. No. I, think I, did, I think I made these jokes last time we talked about this game. You did. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. There's a Crow who isn't a bad guy in Super Robot Wars, but I'm not going to talk about him. So, so the second game you fought in the Civil War, you defeated Crow's side. You convinced Crow to stop being evil but then he ends up getting killed by the final boss and then Osborne walks in he's like so it turns out I didn't actually die and you just killed everyone that opposes me in the country so now the country belongs to me and also Reen you're now a national hero and you will work for me and also I'm your father (laughs) wow that okay I hope it was that flip it was just yeah, this is like there's a like epic monologue thing, and then it just ends, just like does this big like evil laugh at the end, and then just. <sighs> By the way, I'm your dad. Come on, let's go. Yeah, pretty much. 
Well, no, actually, actually, what he says is, is he's like, oh, yes, and it's good to see you again, my son. <laughs> I'm glad you've grown into a strong man. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's yeah. great. Okay. I love so, it. So, so how does it ruin the power trip? Okay. So, the third game starts, whereas Reen, who's worked for the army for about a year now, and uh, he's been handing more and more territory to Osborne, all part of his master plan. He basically starts wars and then goes to Reen and says, Man, it'd sure be a shame if all our soldiers died because you didn't help them, didn't it? And then Reen goes, Okay, I guess I have to conquer this country for you too. So he takes his giant robot and does that. And now they have the strongest and biggest country on the continent. Just, oh, fucking fine, Dad. Pretty much. Gall, guilt tripping me into doing anything. Yeah. So finally he says, all right, that's enough. I'm going to go back to my school. I'm going to be a teacher there now. <laughs> that, way you, that way you can't make me work for the military anymore. <laughs> you dumb bitch. So for the so for the, the first half of the game, it's basically like Cold Steel 1 where you're running around the school. Only you're a teacher instead of a student now. But you're still solving everyone's problems because, well, that's what you do. Yeah, you're the protagonist of a JRPG. You're the protagonist of a JRPG. So we're back to we're, so the first game is back to the pseudo persona of uh, the first game where you have a few bonding events. You go do some side quests and um, you clear the static dungeon, and then you go on an adventure in the countryside in your train. Because you have a train that ferries your giant robot around. Wait. Wh- Let me just see if I can like track the track the progression okay. of these games. Yes. So first game, vaguely Persona-ish, then turns into mechs. Yes. Second game, all mechs. All mechs. Third game, back to lo- back to like first game level of mechs. Um. Inter- interestingly, there's more mechs on your party this game. Like all all of your students have a mech now too, so there's more than uh. one. But but you actually use them less than in the second game because there's no war. So that you only really get like you get two mech fights per chapter instead of like five. There's like a train because because Reen as the Reen's job as um in, at his school is basically the uh, the mech piloting teacher. So, but I thought mechs were like rare or something. Like if uh, if you could just if you just fucking like poop out mechs at the, at a rate to the, at a rate of like a fucking JRPG party. Why does no one else have them? Um, o- only Erebonia, the country, the Reen's country, has mechs, and they have them because they reverse engineered Reen's robot and Crow's robot. The country's are- name is Erebonera. Erebonia, and you guys said that you guys literally said the exact same thing when I talked about it last time. No, yes. I made that joke last time. Oh, okay, he made this joke. Yes, Erebonia, not Erebonia, although you can call it that if you want. It's Erebonera. Erebonia. <laughs> it is the country where they fuck the air. Yeah, hey everybody, welcome to Cloudfuckers. The cl- the 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 country next to it was named Crossbell, but then they conquered it and made it part of Erebonia. <laughs> So wait, question. <laughs> was Rin like down with Osborne at the end of the second game? Down is in happy. Yeah, like yeah, like you you said that like like um Osborne showed up and it's like, "Ah, you've killed everyone that opposes me." 
Yeah, pretty much. Did Rin oppose him? No, because Rin thought he was dead. Then why not just yeah, kill him? Just, just, just show them like, ah, you've you've taken you've removed all my competition. Now I can be in charge. Wait, what are you doing with a giant robot? Oh God! Be- because because he's the he's the uh, he's the legitimate uh, chancellor now because of the way pretty much everything. Basically, he was he was a chancellor that nobody liked. Then he was conveniently killed by the rebels. So uh, they're like, great, now we can take care of the rebels, and then a different guy will be put in charge. But then he's like, actually, I faked my death and tricked you into killing the rebels for me, but you still can't kill me because I'm the legitimate chancellor of the country. Not really, because you're legally dead. I have the support of the king, who apparently, apparently the king was well aware that he um, he faked it. So the king is the, like, it's weird, but th- there's a royal family and the king, and like two princes, but. Uh, they They're don't letting, matter. They're no, figure no, heads. they're figureheads. No, the king, the king, willingly lets Osborne do whatever he wants. Which there's a reason why he does that, which is finally explained in this game later on. Then why doesn't so, Rin just like crush his dead body and throw it in with a pile of other dead bodies from the war? Just whoops, because, just stepped on him accidentally. Be, because he was because um, there's too there's too many guys there. Basically, like, you have a giant ha- robot. There is never too many guys. He'd have to start, but well, the thing is, he he didn't want to start an act of revolution after they just finished a war. So Don't basically, start a well, yeah, there well, was no- he would start it, but then also end it very quickly because he has a giant robot. All problems are solved with giant robots. All problems are solved with giant robots. Yeah, like, like, also- every, like every single every single like thing that you're bringing up of like why he couldn't do this is immediately undercut when you remember, oh, he has one of the two only giant robots. And the other one's broken. The other one's broken. Exactly. So guess what? Fuck you. I'm run. I'm in charge. That that would be the that would be the caveman way to do things. Unfortunately, hell no. I don't want to rule a country. Do you know the kinds of stress and burden I'd be under? Or hell, don't fucking run the country. Just kill the guy in charge so that a better person is put in charge. Yeah, that's what I do. Then go fucking be a teacher or whatever and ride around in your fucking mech train that I'm assuming is 95% robots. No, no, it's just it's just a train that drives mechs around. There's it's it's the robot is not a train. Yeah, I'm I'm aware, but when you when you consider what I assume is the size of one of these things. Yes, it's your standard gun. There size. are multiple of them. Yes. Yeah, that sounds like 95% giant robot to me. Yeah. Well, like even if the train is just a train, that train is mostly robot. There's there's like six cars and two of them are for carrying giant robots. One of which is entirely for Reen's robot. Are the other robots smaller? Um, like significantly so. Uh, they're just thinner because they don't have this. They don't have Reen's robots big jetpack thing on his back. They're still giant fucking robots. But yeah, they're still about the they're still about the same size. So. Uh, do they fold up really well? Are they like the folding zords from Power Ranger Samurai? They do fold up. They they kneel down. They kneel down. <laughs> they, they kneel down and like parts of them compact. Like Reen's, Reen's robot has this giant plate on its crotch that like for some reason shifts up and out so it doesn't impale the ground with its crotch plate. Oh, okay. This game sounds Crotch great. Play. It is. It is great. It's. It's just. It's. It's almost like Xenogears again, only not quite. And they didn't spend the entire second game 
the the entire second game just monologuing to you and telling you about all the cool things they're doing that you can't see. Anyway, so what was I talking about? Why Rain didn't kill him back Something in the like second that. game? Because it just he just he did he didn't want to like they were tired of fighting. He he realized that this guy already had tricked him into um, killing all his other rivals. Who knows what else he could do? And also the fact that several of his allies actually like the guy. So and, great job, Ren. You didn't want to start a war, so you started several wars. So well, he ended several wars. Osborne started the wars. The he ended track. Them. The fucking point remains. Just this country so, is tired from going to war, from being at war with itself. I don't want to start another one. Oh, wait, we've started nine more of them? Well, shit. Yep. Yeah, sorry, but this uh, hero protagonist sounds kind of useless. Oh, it gets, it, gets, it gets better. Oh, lovely. And by better, I mean worse. Yay! So f- throughout most of the game, you run it, you, Rain runs around with his, with his students... And, uh, you know, the kids you want to take into war. Yeah, the kids you want. Well, it is a military school. Doesn't They're fucking kids. matter. Well, Reen's not actually fighting in a war. He's just doing odd jobs for, um, he's, they're basically, <laughs> basically, they're just driving around the country and, like, investigating things. Whenever war stuff comes up, Reen's actually like, okay, kids, you go back to the train now. Get your giant robots. Yeah, well, yeah. Except they dis- they disobey him like every time. Well, they disobey him. The- need- they disobey him the first time, and the second time he's like, "All right, fine. I guess you guys are going to come either way." Yes. So gross incompetence, negligence of children. No school with any kind of reasonable logic would allow this man to teach. Welcome to a military anime school, motherfucker. I mean, he does a he does a significant job better than his te- than his own teacher in the first game. That doesn't who was, mean who was, per- who was not only was she perpetually drunk, but she didn't help them at all. Even though she kept marching them into dangerous situations. I mean, at least so Reed you're takes saying the lead. he's better than the completely incompetent person by yes. being only slightly incompetent. Pretty much. No, he's still incompetent, but he's not like he's not slightly incompetent. He is just straight up incompetent. The other person was grossly incompetent. It's nuance. And while you're going around exploring the parts of the country you didn't see in the last game and fighting off these weird... Apparently, they're like... Apparently, there's this organization that's connected to the games I haven't played yet that is like this shadowy cabal that like destabilizes countries for whatever their evil reason, and they're showing up in Erebonia. In fact, uh, they, were th- they were there in the second game, but they were just in the background, so... Oh, job. Okay, so these people want a piece of the air boner, pretty um, much. And while and while this is going on, you run into a mysterious masked man named Azure Siegfried, who looks a lot like Crow. Of course he does, because Animu can never be simple. Yep. Yeah. And every time, every time you're like, "You're you're totally Crow," and he's like, "I don't know this Crow person." I'm Either Siegfried. he's going to be Crow with uh, amnesia, or he's going to be Crow's twin brother, which will allow our main character the chance to redeem himself. He also has Crow's robot. Yep. Either Crow with amnesia or Crow's twin, bro- Crow's twin brother. 
Because I know Animu. Meanwhile, you run into you. Meanwhile, you run into two other guys who also have the other divine knights, which are the types of robot Rain and Crow had. Because there are actually seven of them. Was no, there eight, any there implications of, of that in the first game? Yes, there was. In fact, implications that there were more than two. Uh, at least there's that. So there was that. It's not much, but it's fact. In fact, you specifically go to a place where one of the robots is stored, except it's not there. And they're like, gee, I wonder who could have possibly have this robot. Oh, it appears. If if only we had a clue. All that was left behind was a big spray painted sign that said crow was here, fuckers. No, 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 it wasn't crows. It was someone else. Who the fuck cares? Well, and also, and also you actually, the final boss of the second game was actually a third robot who. They activate, but it goes crazy and tries to kill everyone instead of accepting his pilot. Son of a dick. Yes. So, so, so you find so you find Crow. You find a guy with the purple knight, and you find another woman with the silver knight, and then eventually, Osborne finally makes his his evil move. Which surprise, surprise, he was evil all along. No, not Osborne. He which, was the one I, I have trusted not, the most. I have not been this surprised by a heel turn since Crow. At which point, at which point, Rain, Rain and, and his friends, in an impressive display, point out that in fact they they had actually planned for him to turn evil the entire time, and they they actually get everyone together and get okay time time to time to perform our. Uh, what we do if Osborne ever goes evil like we know we're going to plan. Just everybody fingers in the trigger just as soon as he fucking says, and now my master plan, and then just everybody fire. Pretty, well, it's more Or like, everybody get into your giant robot and take a step forward. You know that giant robots, kind of by the nature of them being giant, can't all step in the same spot at once? Yes, they can't. Yes, but there's like the fact that they can't all step means that they're all going to have to partially step. Yes. Which means that the motherfucker's getting crushed no matter what. Yeah, but he also could just be crushed by the bullets from giant robot guns. Yes, but why waste the ammunition? Because they're not gonna be using it later. He's once he's dead, war ends. That's anime, right? Yeah, that's true. He hasn't even actually started the war yet. I thought he started like twelve of them. I thought he started like twelve yeah. No, no, those wars were over with the countries being occupied territory. Yeah, but he like, started them. He th- still th- started th- them. He did, he did start them, but throughout, throughout the entire game, you're technically at peace. And Reen is like the hero of the country, and everywhere he goes, they're like, oh, it's the Ashen Knight. We all love you very much. And Reen's like, yeah. Oh, it's the fucker yeah, with the big robot who could kill us all. We love yeah, you. Please great. don't hurt us. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's it's great that I've... Except, except that the one... One chapter you go to the, one of the countries or one of the uh, territories Rain occupied, and everyone kind of hates him. Ah, so oh, realistic nuance. character behaviors. In fact, in fact, one of his students actually comes from there, and she spends most of the game being passive aggressive to him before deciding that yeah, it's okay, it's Osborne's fault. Not but does yours. she secretly want his dick or something? I don't know. Uh, that would be very anime. Believe, believe it or not, no. Does she call him Baka? She does. There we go. Yeah, that's, that's, that's very anime. No, the, the only the one the only one of his students actually wants his dick, and Green's like, no, no, that'd be inappropriate. I'm your teacher. I mean, I'm only technically three years older than you, but no, that would be inappropriate. Well, well I guess it, I can respect age that. Age is not the matter. It is the fact that he is the teacher. 
Like, that's what's the wrong thing there. Yeah. And also, and also the and also the instant he turns his back, she makes an evil, shifty face. Like oh, it was part of her Christ. plan. Of course. Of yeah. course. So, so they prepare to take the fight the Osborne, but for, but first they have to uh, go to a, a. Um, what's Let the me word? guess. Osborne has his own giant robot. Not yet. Uh huh. Not yet. First, first they they basically the king is having a party, so Reen and all his friends are invited. And while they go there, one of Reen's classmates runs off and shoots the king. You mean students? One of his yeah, one of his students. <laughs> This is liter. Wow. Okay. Is it the evil shifty one? <laughs> no, it's a different. It's a different guy. Oh my god! It's, it's a guy who seemed like he was legit on your side for the whole game. Son of a dick. Yes. Oh no! That guy that I shouldn't have trusted. I shouldn't have trusted. Well, no, at which point? No, based, on, based on what Alex said, this is the guy that like. You were supposed to trust, so it actually yeah, like, makes sense when exactly. he heals. Exactly, it's a video game. You're not supposed to trust anyone. You're supposed to trust. At which point, Osborne reveals to Reen that it turns out the country is cursed to have bad things happen to it, and that's why this guy shot what? the emperor. <laughs> yes. What? <laughs> the country was what? built on an ancient Indian burial ground. The, con- the country is built on an ancient curse. <laughs> what? And that and that's why it kept getting involved in wars. Oh, mama! And Osborne's master plan is to completely release the curse so it infects everyone in it, so he can start an even bigger war. Why? What? By curse, does he mean a bunch of idiots keep being born here? No, he means like an actual darkness thing seeps out of the ground and possesses people. Did it possess him? Was that is that why he's so fucking retarded? It didn't. Apparently, it didn't possess him. It did, however, possess the student that shot the emperor, and that's why he did it. Because you find him like when you when you go in and you're like, "Why did you shoot him?" And you find him like grabbing his eye with like blackness coming out of it, and then he passes out. Oh no! Oh wow! This is this sounds terrible. I feel dirty just listening to this. This sounds really bad. It's, it's it's entertainingly bad in a way. It's it's like listening to somebody describe their Sonichu fan fiction. Because <laughs> <laughs> seriously, this is just lazy writing at its worst. Like it sounds like a fun game, but the writing oh. yeah, the writing is the writing is. So then, Os- so then Osborne goes off to enact his plan, and everyone in your group that was loyal to him. Decides they're going to go along with it. Why? Because they owe him a lot. Also, one of them one of them actually uh, goes along with it, planning on backstabbing him at the last second. But it doesn't work out so well. Did he get possessed by the dark juju too? Uh, it's a she actually. And Did she get possessed no. by the dark juju? Uh, no, nobody actually got possessed by the dark the darkness. So. So let's see. One. So of of the people that have been helping you and joining your party throughout the game, one singular sensation. One, two, three. I think five of them end up betraying you. God. Not one, but five. Jesus. And then and then Christ. and then another person and then another person goes along with this. 
because Osborne explains to her that I'm going to sacrifice you and you're going to become a powerful legendary sword that can be used to spread the curse. Oh, good fucking So she Christ. goes she goes along with it, but her plans are, I'll go along with it, but then once I become the sword, I'll give my power to Reen instead. What? Yes. And then instead, she she's one of his students, by the way. In, in fact, her, her entire uh, her entire plot throughout the game has been like, I'm going to have to be sacrificed for this ancient ritual to make a giant robot sword. Mm. For some reason. Okay. All right. So you, so you get so you get to the source of the curse, which is this giant turtle creature that is dripping with. Of evil. course, I it is. Don't quite know why. So because this curse was built in the back of a turtle. I don't know. Yeah, so so you go down fighting fighting the various people that have betrayed you and also evil masked crow. And uh Green gets to the bottom, Rain summons his robot, and he's like, Alright, I'm gonna beat it up and I'm gonna put it to sleep. And then the curse won't be released. Because if you kill it, then the curse is completely released. So that doesn't work so well. So Hulk strategy go to sleep, 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 go to sleep. Yeah, but it doesn't work. Instead, they start, the thing eats his sword and then knocks him over and starts ripping chunks out of his robot. So you're saying the giant shadow monster gobbled the sword wielded by the uh, Bastion of Airboner. Yes. The sword The sword that you spent the majority... Well, no. The sword that you spent, like, about a quarter of the second game finding enough metal to forge. That is pro- that is promptly that is promptly destroyed by this shadow creature. I, I do love it when they render all of your accomplishments useless. Yes. So it's time. So it's it's time for the sacrifice. But Please then, no. but then that one person, the the one person that betrayed you or that went along with Osborne's evil plan, is like surprise. I'm going to become the sacrifice instead because this other person deserves to live. <laughs> it's like my so, nuts, bitch. I get to so die. She, Surprise, fucker. So she throws. So she throws her out of the way. She gets killed by the creature instead, and becomes a giant sword. <laughs> except, this is still okay. going. This is still going. Except Reen. Except Reen sees her die, and then he flips the flips the freak out. Grabs the sword and kills the thing anyway. Dude, just say fuck. I probably yes, I probably should have. Yeah, it's like you were so, trying to intentionally censor yourself. Like, yeah, he flips the fud. I'm, u- I'm used. I'm used to like other people listening in. This is the first cast I've done in a while where nobody's home. <laughs> he flipped the bumper shoots out. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, this! You shut the front door. So he grabs the sword, kills. He kills the creature. And he infects the whole country with the curse, which is exactly what he didn't want to do. There's there's like a five minutes there's like a five minute cutscene of like it slowly spreading everywhere, and it goes back to the bottom, and Rain is still stabbing the thing, which is long since dead. And okay. Then, and then and then not Krog walks in, and then his mask breaks, and he's like, "Whoa, where am I? Hey." Oh yeah, I am that crow guy. Oh, Reed, what are you doing? Uh, fu- I call it fucking stupid ass pointless amnesia. So then, okay. so then, and then crow is like, "God damn it! I told you guys not to trust Osborne. Why didn't you listen to me?" And, and then Osborne. Then it does all get resolved in Trails of Cold Steel Four. Yes, yeah, so and then oh, then Osborne summons his robot because of course <laughs> he has one. 
<sighs> and, he, and, and he grabs Rain in his robot fist and chokes him up. And he's like, and now we're going to bring despair to the world. And stop. that's when it ends. Dude, stop. That's the end. It should have ended 20 minutes ago. Probably. No, you should have ended 20 minutes ago. Just Jesus Christ. And yes, now and now it's going to continue in Trails of Cold Steel 4, which nobody actually knew about because they lied and said Game 3 was going to be the last game, and they're like, surprise. This is retarded. Yes. And surprise. The cre- and, a- and, a- and after the credits, there's a little picture that says, watch the damn fairy tale until the very end in English. <laughs> Why do you this play these? This has been an experience. Just it's, listening to you tell us about this game it's has quite been an experience. An experience I know. Playing it, playing it was an experience, too. And also, was why faced, is k need to be here for this? Because I wanted to see his reaction to five people betraying you. It wasn't, it wasn't quite as over-the-top as I expected. <laughs> I mean, considering how mad you were when, about Crow and Persona 5, I, I figured you'd be like, rah, kill all these people. I'm just baffled. Yes. <sighs> but hey, there's more robots, so, you know, that's cool. Oh, good. That makes up for it. Oh, God. Anything else you've been playing, Alex? Uh, yes, actually. God damn it. I played uh, the. I did. I didn't play a ridiculous JRPG with a silly story though. I just played Stalker, Call of Pripyat, or however you say that. Pripyat. Pripyat, yes, that. Which is basically just like Fallout without the. Good story. Without you, yeah, it's basically Fallout without the without the RPG elements in it. You just walk around an irradiated wasteland, looking for stuff and shooting people. Yeah, it is a. The Stalker series is, from what I recall, because we got some news about that coming up, um, it is a horror survival series. Not survival horror, horror survival. Where just everything is horribly depressing, and, well, I mean, of course it is, it's Russian. Yep, it's those Russians, that's what they do. Yeah. Stalker was kind of like, that original Stalker, like the Shadow over Chernobyl thing. Or that, whatever the fuck it was called. Yeah. Shadow of Innistrad? What the fuck is it? No, Shadow of Chernobyl. Sh- Shadow of Chernobyl, because the whole thing is about Chernobyl. It's like, hey, so turns out there was like stuff left behind when Chernobyl exploded. Yeah, so Shadow of Chernobyl, that was kind of like one of the first like real big like Eastern block games I saw get like get some kind of foothold over here. And then I just kind of saw, like, oh, yeah, weird fucking first-person games from the Eastern Bloc are, like, weirdly popular in some circles. <laughs> anyway. So, how was it? I said it was it was good, but the problem is I played Fallout beforehand, and I'm pretty sure Fallout is... I mean, maybe this is heresy saying this, but I thought Fallout was better. No, sorry. I agree with you. So, sorry to say. I mean, there's there's like not many people to talk to. There's just people walking around. And you basically just walk around and shoot things and find treasures. 
And there's not even like yeah, and there's not even like crazy sci-fi weapons of any kind. It's mostly just your average shooter guns with scopes and underselling grenade launchers and stuff. I mean, it wasn't bad. I probably enjoyed a lot more if I hadn't played Fallout New Vegas and Fallout Four already. Yeah, those are the ones you should play. Fallout New Vegas was the best of that generation, and then Fallout Four. So hey, fun fact, uh, that, that first Stalker game came out a year before Fallout made the transition over to that style of gameplay. Exactly. So I'm sure if I played it back then, it would have been amazing. Now it's just pretty good, not bad. No, Alrighty. Nothing groundbreaking. You know what I didn't play? What was that? L Sword. Because good. you told me it was because you told me it was stupid. <laughs> And I, and I, as I was watching, I was like, you know what? Yeah, it is kind of dumb, isn't it? All right, to I'm be fair, I didn't tell you it was stupid. I convinced you it was stupid. That's true. You convinced me it was stupid. Yeah, I did just say, don't play that. And you said, why? And I said, because it's stupid. And you were like, oh, okay. I was like, you know, I had a lot more fun playing this than I was talking about it now. Maybe it's not that great. <laughs> so I didn't So I didn't go back to it. Uh, I hope you're proud of yourself. I am. I've done good here today. He did good work. Yeah, I'm doing the Lord's work. Stopping people from playing weird bullshit anime MMOs. Ah. Alright, so the only other thing I played was um, Castlevania Dawn of Sorrow on the DS, which I'd never played before. But I have played Symphony of the Night, so it's kind of like that. What? You mean one of the Castlevania games is like the Castlevania game? That wasn't the Castlevania game for a while. It is now. I remember when it first came out and people were like, this is weird. Castlevania is not supposed to be like this. Yeah, but then Stop time be- Yeah, but then Stop time happened. Being old. That's not my fault. Ah, what a horrible snappers. night to have a curse. What a horrible night to have a curse. <laughs> dun, dun, oh. dun, dun, dun. Anyway, it's basically like Symphony of the Night. I'd say more, but I only played it for like 10 minutes like last night, <laughs> so I'll have to play more of it. Okay. Alright then, anything else then? You're just... No, that's it. Alright then, caveman. Alright, well first I want to touch on something that I've touched on at several points. I've flip-flopped on, and now I'm finally willing and ready to give my final thoughts. Fuck Mass Effect Andromeda. Good. Uh, yes, the beginning of my holy mission. Good. Now, now you are I'm truly not complete and part of I, the crowd. I recently picked it up again with the intent of playing it as if I had never played a Mass Effect game and as if I had no clue what the fuck Mass Effect was, treating it as entirely its own entity. And dear God, treating it as it's entirely its own entity, it is buggy, it is unfinished, <coughs> the animations at points are massively lazy, the story is weak as hell, and they should ha- should have done a lot more on it, and then going back and thinking about it as someone who bought an Xbox 360 to play Mass Effect, this game is an insult to the franchise. It's the game that killed the franchise. I refuse to believe that. I refuse to believe Mass Effect is dead. You can refuse to believe that all you want. Midichlorians are a thing. Is I don't think I don't think uh, they're making any more anytime soon. 
Yep. Don't make me beat you both to death. They but released hey, that least... game, and then Bioware was like, "Yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be putting like uh, we're gonna be putting Mass Effect on like the back burner for ever." Ever. Anyway, I did not start this so that you guys could try and make me depressed. I was trying to give my thoughts on a video game. Um, Dude, come on! At this point, they're the same thing. However, I still enjoy it. <laughs> it pisses me off a lot, especially from the all the elements that are weak. However, there are a lot of good parts to this game. The combat is solid. I like the character interactions. I enjoy going through my ship and talking to the NPCs once every so often. That's one of the weaknesses, is they did not give enough varied dialogue to make me want to go back every time. But that's a problem that's been chronic throughout the Mass Effect series. Yeah. Oh, excuse me, Shepard. News and calibrations. The animations are weak. The textures are mediocre. And one of the things that they tried to say in the beginning was, Oh yeah, we're doing a lot of facial mapping to make the characters look real. They don't. The levels of character customization are practically non-existent. And... Yeah. I enjoy it, but it's the kind of game that I will pick up every once in a while and be like, Why did I stop playing this? Plugged it in. Oh yeah, that's why. Let me devote the next 80 hours to beating it again, and then uh, put it on the shelf to forget about it again. Because, see, that's, that has been my experience with Mass Effect Andromeda. I will beat it through two or three times in a row, and then put it on a shelf and forget about it, and then come back and be like, why did I stop playing? Oh, yeah. It hasn't that's been that long playing. since we last talked about it. It's been long enough for me. It has been, like, almost I've a year. I've beaten six games, seven games. Since the last time I even considered Mass Effect. No, it just, the way you talked and about it, six games it sounds. I never played. The way you talked about it, it sounds like since the last time we talked about it, you forgot why you stopped playing it, started playing it again, beat it three times, stopped and forgot again, then started playing it again. Yes, that is accurate. Is that all you do? Just play Mass Effect Andromeda? Do you forget no. about it the day after you finish it? It's so no, bad he I, deletes it from his memory. No, I'm a speed gamer. I burn through games in. I can beat Mass Effect, and uh, hell, I I've beaten Mass Effect uh, three in ten hours. To give oh. you an example, I can burn through, through games very very quickly. So, especially when I'm not when I don't actually care, so I don't do all of the side content. Uh, my current record for Mass Effect Andromeda is teetering somewhere around twenty eight hours. And every time I beat it, I can beat it faster because my characters are higher level, so the fights are easier. We know what this means, right? We need to get you on Twitch. No. Just I'm not a speedrunner. You just said you were. No, I said I burned through games. I did not say I was a speedrunner. Yeah, come on, dude. Speedrunners are fucking amazing people who know the game so well that they can shoot one enemy and somehow that kills an entire battlefield. Come on, dude. With the amount of time, with the amount of time you spend playing through this thing, apparently playing through it six times in a day, <laughs> that's impossible. <laughs> with the with the with the current speedrun record, no, it is not. 
Oh, wow. Seriously? The speedrun record is, according to speedrun.com, on PC, all-time all -time speed record is uh, from a player named um, Alta Adela in Australia with two hours, 18 minutes, and 27 seconds. See, now I need to practice. <laughs> exactly. So, so with the amount of time, I was, I was proud of how fast I was beating the game. Now I've got to be like, oh, I got to work at this shit. Yeah. So with the amount of time you are able to burn through that game, apparently three times in a row, then forget about it and pick it up again over the course of, again, I play like ten to fifteen games in between these playthroughs. I have a lot of games that I'll just pick up, devote 12, 16 hours to, and then put down for a while, and suddenly it's like, okay, I've got so much I've got so much data built up on top of Mass Effect that I have forgotten a lot about the game. It's been less than a year since we last talked about it. So? And again, it, it's it's not a matter of the amount of games playing in between. It's the it's the fact that you said that you play through it two to three times, put it down, forget about it, pick it up, then play through it two to three more times. Yeah, that's how I've handled pretty much all of my gaming. I've beaten Dot Hack GU again since the last time I talked about it. All four games. That was fast. It's how I game. <laughs> it's how I play video games. I have I have two types of games: games that I beat and games that I play. No playthrough of Dot Hack will ever be as good as the first time it came out, <sighs> when you played for like six months in between volumes. So, just again, putting in eighty-four hours, usually less. That you, you said average of twenty. You said average of twenty-eight. Three okay, times yeah, through. You're right then. You're 84. right, 84 hours. So 84 hours. You spend with that game. Yeah, it's like four days. Put it down. Pick up another game. Spend 15 or so hours with it. And then do that for 15 other games. Yeah. For the my, job, my, my job is to take care of a house. I don't have anything else to do all day. That's So that's another 225 hours. Yeah, so what, like, ten days? And then, <laughs> pick it up another eight, another four days. <laughs> I think I broke Dead Man with so my you, So you play the game once every week and a half, basically. <laughs> for four days in a things. row. I do other things. I do have other things I do. So it's probably more like every month I pick it up, but still, yeah, that that's not one hundred percent inaccurate. <laughs> my my PlayStation hates me because of the amount of times I've deleted it from the hard drive and reinstalled it. <laughs> so you but don't yeah. like this game in the yet you go back and play it every week and a half. I don't like it, I enjoy it. There is a very big difference. How? I It is technically, in my opinion, a terrible game, but I enjoy playing it. So, kind of like uh, how you'll watch a terrible movie. You know it's a bad movie, but you still enjoy some of the aspects of it, so you still watch it. So it's like Cold Steel. Yeah. Okay. Only yours is more entertaining, in my opinion. Your storyline is more entertaining. For me, it's the gameplay that's entertaining that's in Mass Effect Andromeda. Well, it's a good thing you enjoy that, because this will be the last Mass Effect game you're probably ever getting. 
You never know. They might get another try in five years. Well, then by that point, the game will be pay 80 bucks, pay 80 bucks up front for the opening mission and then $15 for each additional mission for each additional mission. And these are the reasons I'll be citing when I quit. Also, the only also the only way to like actually complete certain missions is to buy in-game currency. No, no, they're not doing that anymore. Remember? No, they're not doing loot boxes. They're still doing in-game currency, which, again, we'll get into later in the show. Okay. That's right. This we still have Dragon Age. Yeah, the Dragon Age series is fun. Hey, Dragon Age Inquisition was not as good as Origins, but it was still pretty good. Yeah, it was really good. What's happened since then? Well, they're working on the next one. When did it come out? It came out in 2014, I think. At least it wasn't so bad that they canceled all the DLC. They did? Mass Effect Andromeda got its DLC canceled before it was even, you know, fully fledged. Oh, wow. Oh, the, yeah. so that's why I didn't hear any Andromeda DLC. Yeah, yep. yeah dude, but, like... You're not getting, like... like Dragon Age Inquisition was made before all this bullshit started happening. So, with current day EA and current day Bioware, if yeah. they were to make a new Dragon Age game or announce a new one, that's the that's the worry. That's the dread. Is that I don't know. I it mean, they released learned, and it will be a modern day EA game. I don't know. I, well, I mean, they learned their. That's what they thought about Inquisition, but it was better than we feared because the EA actually learned their lesson from two. And then EA got, and then EA got like actual legislation passed, bang, like stopping them from doing the things that they want to do. We'll see. I mean, so Dragon again, Age Four is supposedly coming. It doesn't have a release date yet, but yeah, like, e- on like it. EA was one of the worst company in America, like two years in a row. They haven't gotten better. I thought it was three years in a row. I'm pretty sure it was just two. Apparently, Dragon Age Four is coming out in 2019. Yeah, they did. They did a. It was two, it was a two years in a row, and then I think like Comcast overtook them. Mm. All right. So, Jesus Christ, you give me a headache, dead man. Um, <laughs> that's what math will do to you. The final thing that I want to talk about is a simple little pick up and play game. In my opinion, it's a simple little pick up and play game because I haven't picked up and played it much, but what I have played of it I thoroughly enjoyed. And that game is Dwarven Fortress. Do you want me to talk ever or should I'm I just let this be the dead man show with the caveman responding every once in a while? How, how do you know what he played? <laughs> are you are you psychic? Uh no. I'm just making jokes. Are you are you spying on him? Do you have a hidden camera watching me it's right now? It's called Penny Punching Princess. <laughs> it is a uh, Switch game. It seems like it could have been a simple little Flash game, and that's one of the reasons why I'm glad I got it on sale. It's fun. It's a uh, it's a nice little button masher where you work your way through a, a dungeon trying to earn up gold so that you can build up your kingdom to take revenge on some entity that I can't remember the name of, nor do I really care to remember the name of at this moment, because they killed your father or something like that. It's mostly really interesting to me because the main character is the princess that has become a demon because of greed. And I'm not talking like super sexy demon. I'm talking about cute little chibi thing. I was and the say, box what kind of, are what kind of demon? 
Like she's just she looks like a princess and she has horns sticking out the side of her head. <laughs> and she like her primary weapons are her bare fists and a calculator. Nice. Sounds hot. You probably wouldn't think of it if you looked at her. Let me see if I can yeah, find I've the looked at some art. images. She's a child. Yeah. Oh. Pervert. <laughs> Wait, 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 let me see, and, wait, wait, let me see a picture. let's be honest, if she, was gonna be, if she was going to be doing one, going the sexy demon route, it would be a calculator, it would be an abacus. What's, wait, what's, what's the game called again? What, Pretty Princess? Penny Punching Princess. Penny Punching Princess. Let's see here. Oh, I take that back. Abort. <laughs> That's not my thing. Done being a perf. <laughs> When you said demon, I th- I was expecting like adult, like Morrigan. Nope. Nope. Child. Okay. okay, I take that back then. Um. Yeah. No. Uh, I've enjoyed what I've played of it. I haven't played enough of it to for- fi- finalize my opinion on it, but I have very positive experience so far, and I'm probably gonna pick it up. Again and again and again. Maybe between uh, stints of beating Dragon Age Inquisition. I don't know. Yeah, this is kind of cool. It kind of reminds me of um, Half Minute Hero. Have you ever played that? Yeah, actually. that that You say that, and like I've been trying to figure out what it made me think of. Are you going to go and play Dragon it. Age because I brought it up? <laughs> yeah, that's actually it. Like I'm probably going to reinstall Dragon Age Inquisition and beat that again. Dragon Age Inquisition is one of the games that I play, though. Like, there are games I beat, there are games I play. The games I beat, I motor through, I enjoy myself, and it's like a popcorn flick. The games I play, I spend years gathering all of the resources, and by the end of it, I'm like, why the fuck have I done this? I don't even remember what quest I was on. Like Dragon's Dogma. This game is $60. I got it, I got it on sale. I got it for, like, 15 I think. Yeah, 15 should be the regular price. Yeah, I agree. Like, get it on sale. Get it used. Don't buy it new. Man, like, I, I am really digging the Switch, and I'm going to be getting another game for the Switch um, soon, because right now all I have is uh, Splatoon 2, really. I'm wishy-washing on getting the Labo right now. Yeah, don't. I, I'm 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 really considering it because the piano add-on actually looks like a lot of fun. Uh, I've seen it. I've seen it being played. It's not. I've seen it being played and it looks like fun. So I, I've seen I've seen like the actual games that are involved in that shit too, and it's all just like, hey, you spend twelve hours making this thing. It'll be fun for like ten minutes. And I have seen the games that people playing, and if you actually have some imagination, it's fun for a lot longer. Okay, whatever, man. It's your money. <laughs> like, like we're we're like I am being positive about it. You're being negative about. It. We're coming at it from two different perspectives, man. What game are we talking about again? Nintendo Labo, the cardboard thing. All right. Yeah. Honestly, the only one that doesn't interest me is the giant robot one because it looks kind of one note. What? <laughs> yeah, it looks kind of one note. Heretic. Like, if it was in VR, maybe, but it's not VR. Oh, uh, Nintendo like, Lab. N- Nintendo Switch can handle VR. If it could, it'd be I'm, at fucking I'm, 240p. I'm getting the Exterminatus ready. And, and uh, Alex, just let you know, the giant robot is a backpack. Yeah. Oh, that's lame. Well, yeah, maybe not. It's Wait, a back- show me a pic- send me a picture. It's a backpack with string. 
and tape. <laughs> That's my favorite thing about the Labo. Everything me, is cardboard, tape, and Send string. me a picture now. I, I must am, see this. I am. I'm looking one up. Uh, I probably couldn't find the good one. Actually, let me see. Actually, I should find that GIF. There's a really great GIF of like uh, Jeff Gerson from Giant Bomb. He built it, and then just him on a green screen fucking around with it, and he looks like a dumbass. All right, where are you? But, well, while Dead Man's looking that up, that's all that I've <laughs> really got to say about video games right now. Okay, well, oh, I can't actually, find it. Actually, uh, there's one more thing. Um, fuck Until Dawn. Okay. I don't know if it's my copy or if it's the game itself, but I was almost at the end, and it just started killing characters. Like, I would tell it to do one thing, and the game would say, "Oh, you didn't do it. Did you, you didn't did tell you, me to do it." Did you not? Did you not wait too long with the uh, the final thing? I I held the controller still, just like it told me to, and it decided to start killing characters left and right. So, yeah, no, I'm gonna go back and replay it. But all right, fine. Uh, I take that back. You're not a heretic. That looks kind of lame. Thank you. <laughs> I'll, po I'll power down the exterminatus. Thank you. All right, so no, that, that took that took that took uh, just to let you know to build that. That took two three-hour live streams to build. Yeah, no, it can take a ridiculous amount of time to build these. But and half the, of that my, time, my favorite thing about these is they're encouraging mental growth and stimulation within children and forcing them to do hands-on physical projects, which. No other toy really does for anyone over the age of three. So, uh, Lego? Thumbs up. Okay, Lego does it. <laughs> Lego and all the Lego ripoffs. I will I will take a step back from my previous statement. Hey, Lego are you, are you trying to throw bro. shit on Kinects? Yes. <laughs> I, will I will throw shit at Kinects. Okay, yeah, that's <laughs> fair. Fuck Kinects. That's entirely fair. Alright, so that's so all what, I've been playing. So wait, what, wait, wait, no. What did you do at the end of Until Dawn? You were cut off. Um, I, it tried to... It gave me the... like, It told me to hold still, and I did exactly what I was supposed to do. And then I'm like, after we beat, after we beat the game with only one survival, because the game decided to start killing off all my characters all at once... With no input from me. Yeah, was, we went was, back and looked looked it up, and I was like, oh my god, the decisions that it wanted me to make are such shitty decisions. It wanted me to play this like I was a horror, a shitty horror movie director instead of an actual human being. I was playing it with my friend, and we, we had almost everyone alive until the very end, but because we triggered the final explosion too early, because you have to wait, we literally blew everyone up with two people. I didn't even doing so good. I didn't even get to make a decision on the final explosion. Oh no, yeah. We no, were like it, it it randomly killed off the person who was supposed to make that decision because the game was in a mood that night, I guess. Yeah, no, you have to wait basically like either you panic and set it off early and then run in which case you blow up everyone else or you wait. So we were like, "Oh crap, explosion. Oh no, wait." We didn't mean that, no. And then let's blow everyone out the way they're in the house. Fuck. We we went. The we thing went that from... pisses me off the most about the don't move sections is I know I didn't fucking move. Because it said that I had suddenly sh 
jerked the controller to the right when I hadn't even been breathing. Welcome to motion during controls. During the don't move section. Urgh, it's so infuriating. Oh. The gyroscope we, in your controller just went woo. But we killed Grant Ward, so you know. <laughs> he bad, was the only one to survive. Oh really? Wow, that's pretty bad. <laughs> oh man, you're ta- you're telling me you killed Galadriel Jones? I think, I think that was the fucking name. I think the only person that survived was Hayden Panettiere. <laughs> I don't know their actual names. Uh, I forgot their actual. We we kept calling him Ward, and the other guy yeah. Hayden Panettiere. Yeah, we called him Ward throughout the entire gameplay. Yeah, and then there was um, um, Rami Malek. Uh, Mr. Robot. Yeah, and uh, one actress in that whose name is just Galadriel. That is her birth name. Okay. But, yeah. Until Dawn, I'm probably going to go back and replay it, but I am still in a mood at, as to how I feel completely robbed with some of my decisions. Alrighty then. So... Uh, just some stuff I've talked about before. Um, I'm still playing through The Witcher 2. I have passed the point where I couldn't get past the first time I played it, so I am now in new territory. Is that the name of the new territory? Yeah, the new territory is Belch. Okay. <laughs> but no, like, so far we're still in Flotsam. Uh, we haven't, we haven't left Flotsam yet, um... Because things are going down there. Yeah, after I beat, um, yeah, after I fought Letho and beat him, and then had a cutscene happen where he beat me. Cutscenes, your one weakness. Yeah, I escaped, made it back to Flotsam, and turned out that the corrupt guy who was in charge of the, who was in charge of Law and Order around here, uh, basically started a riot. A race riot where everybody's going around killing every non-human. Dun dun. Yeah, basically that. Uh, he also went after Triss. He was trying to get a hold of her so that he could get a hold of her. Well, yeah, but then also I think like kill some kill some other people too. Because you know she's a magic. Magic. Yep, she's a magic. Also, I found out something I didn't know. Apparently, all these Witcher games are sequels to the books. I thought they were just like, you know, retelling the story of the books or like set in the same world but their own story. No, just a straight up sequel. I knew that. Yeah, the last book ends and then this game picks up after that. Well, the first game picks up after that. Yeah, after after Geralt and Yennefer's adopted daughter and a unicorn drop them in a fucking other dimension, they just hang out. Then the wild hunt steals Yennefer. You know, fantasy. That's how it works. And based on a really stupid TV show I watched, all I can really see now is just Geralt and Yennefer hanging out in that tree, and then all of a sudden a horde of zombie cowboys come in and just rope her up and take her away. There's a show I watched where the Wild Hunt were zombie cowboys. Oh, God. Yeah, so I'm still enjoying that. Um, Playing on easy, the game is a lot. The game is a lot more fun for me. So I can actually do things. 
it also, it's also giving me a chance to like experiment more with the, uh, but like, you know, the different signs and stuff. So that I'm actually able to strategize a bit and use like, you know, cunning and not just, I'm gonna go hack it. I'm using Irden a lot more than I thought than I previously was. That's a sign that you put on the ground and then it causes a lightning explosion that traps the guy in there for a second. So you just fucking wail on him. Yeah, which is fun. I don't, I don't know because I never played The Witcher. Yeah, I know. That's why I explained it. Oh. Anyway, okay. the other thing I, I played was Fortnite. I downloaded Fortnite and started playing that. And? I'm really bad at it, and I don't know if I actually like the Battle Royale genre. So, like, in my time playing that game, I have played, um, I just can't really say matches. Uh, I have played, like, six different times. I've never gotten a single kill. I also don't know if I've ever actually shot anybody. Like, I fired at them. I don't know if I've ever actually hit anyone. I was there, son. I'm pretty sure you haven't shot anyone yet. <laughs> well, I think I shot, like, one or two of them. Yeah, I'm playing on massive keyboards. I don't really get any, like, force feedback from that. And there's a lot of stuff happening on screen when you're, like, in a firefight in that game. Especially considering that as I'm shooting them, the other four people in my squad, as well as the other four-person squad we're fighting against, are all just have, like, holographic fucking build displays of what we're going to be building next just flopping around everywhere at all times. Because that is a surprisingly important aspect of this game is the building. Like, not actually building, like, actual fortresses or stuff, or, like, actual, like, places where you can hide. It's just... We're going to build ramps until we can't get shot anymore. Yeah, that's actually why I'm not interested in that game anymore. Because oh, when I first saw it, it was like, hey, we're going to be building bases and doing battle against all kinds of enemies. And then it was like, yeah, we're just going to steal PUBG's idea. Well, to okay. be fair, I think they actually do the PUBG idea better. I just, I get the feeling that someone's going to claim at some point that Fortnite did it first. Yeah, no, no, probably not. But like, it's, if PUBG is Wolfenstein 3D, then fucking Fortnite is Doom. It wasn't the first, but it really popularized it. Like, yeah, PUBG fucking like got off the ground and it was like the big hot shit for a while there. Then Fortnite came out and everybody's like, oh yeah, fucking Fortnite. That's fucking the bee's knees. To the point that that is like the biggest thing right now. They call it the bee's knees? I don't know. Yeah, I, they're all from the 50s. I occasionally talk like a 1950s dad. It's okay. So do I. I know, it was one of those things where we're like, as soon as Fortnite came out, that just fucking blew up and everyone was like, oh yeah, this is better. Oh, this is better. And then I have not heard people talk about PUBG Unless it's in relation to Fortnite. Well, I didn't like PUBG much because I'm not a big fan of the uh, battle royale kind of uh, gameplay. Like you said, that you're not you're not sure if you're interested in. Yeah, it's like, really interesting to me, but I just 
I don't like the idea of constantly getting the shit kicked out of me by people who know the game so much better than me. Yeah, well, uh, I, yeah, I kind of get that. But for me, um, one of the things is, well, that, but also, it's a thing that is, I feel like this game would be a lot more fun for me if I was a more sociable person. Because usually how I play these multiplayer games is, even even like the team-based ones like Overwatch, I will head in there. I do not have voice chat on. I do not have the regular chat on. I have gamp up one monitor, then a fucking like YouTube video or a podcast or something up the other one. Have the game volume turned way down. So I can just fucking like, basically just like zone out and play. I, not like the, the game fucking sounds fine, whatever. I just don't, I just like listening to other stuff while I'm playing games. But with something like this, where it is, you are four people, you need to fucking survive, and the best way to do that is to talk to each other. If you are a person who can like get into a situation and just be, hey, yeah, guys, let's go do this, blah, 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 and then start talking, you would have a much better situation, you'd have a much better time playing that game than somebody like me has, where I can't even make a fucking phone call without fucking shitting myself. Trust me. It's really interesting being on the receiving end of uh, these podcasts in the beginning, because it's pretty much from the toilet, guys. <laughs> so yeah, like like uh, the match that I kind of did the best in was a match where the other three members of the team were all talking to each other. <laughs> that that's great. Yeah, that's they they great. they were all talking, talking about like you know. Hey, where are we going? You need this. Hey, I have this. Do you need? Do you need fucking shield? Do you need this? And it was a matter of me trying to find a weird equilibrium in my like audio setup so that I could hear what I was listening to, but then also hear them, so that I so that I could actually like hear what they were saying. But most of what I would I would just follow them around and then oh they're breaking things I'll break things oh they're building something I'll wait and shoot whatever shows up and then die. And die. I also haven't really figured out 100% how to like customize your character or how that stuff works because so far it's only been just the only, the only way I've been able to find actually like get customizable things is to spend real money on V bucks, which no way in fuck am I doing that. Not gonna pay to win. Well, no, it's, it's not pay to win. It's all cosmetic. Yeah, like, you, you can drop into the world with, like, you can drop into the world looking like some fucking rando in army fatigues, or jump in looking like a fucking anime character. Which is my preferred way of handling uh, in-game currency. Spent on useless crap. Yeah, because you can't really, it, it wouldn't really make sense, like, for this game to be able to buy power, because that would just break what the game is. Because the game is, you drop into the world, then you go out and find random guns laying in buildings or in fucking outhouses or some shit. You can't really, you can't really have the same kind of game where, well, I spent like a thousand dollars about the mini guns. Now I just spawn with one of those. I win. So yeah, if you spend enough money, you can look like an offshoot Genji, or you could, or you can spend like fucking five bucks and be able to do the Running Man. Or like fucking break it down because this game is apparently 
dance emotes are probably apparently a really big thing with this game. Yeah, like I, there is a lot to like about this game. Like I think the the actual straight up just mechanics of it they work. The guns, the guns feel fine. Uh, shooting all stuff feels fine. Uh, the the game really sells itself on personality, which is something that PUBG doesn't have. PUBG is just we got these fucking stock assets from the Unreal Engine store, and then we put them into a game. So go shoot each other in it. This is. When you fly in, you're not being flown in on just a random plane that you jump out of and then you just parachute down. It is, you're being flown in on a hot air balloon bus that then you jump out of and then you can just, and you actually like pull out your own, in some cases, custom fucking foldable techno hang glider and then glide down into like, into like uniquely named buildings and stuff and uniquely named areas in the map that all have their own unique energy and flavor to them as you're like beating shit with a pickaxe or whatever you're using to actually destroy the environment. That shit bounces around. It actually has energy to it. So it's not just you smacking a rock until the rock gets cracked and then it gets cracked a bit more, then a bit more, and then just... Pfft. The guns... The guns range from feeling just like... The guns range from feeling just generic but in the art style to their kind of own unique thing within the world, like, uh, just cosmetic stuff for the outside of the gun that determine, like, uh, determine rarity or whatever. Because, yeah, some of the, like, some of the games, some of the games have different rarities. Like, you get a rare shotgun that, I guess, has, like, 0.5% better reload speed or something. The whole game's just, the whole, the whole thing's just a fucking, like, RNG, hope you land at the best spot with the best numbers. But I can see my I I can see myself getting way more into Fortnite than I can PUBG just because of the flavor of the world, the way that it kind of handles other stuff. Um, the the building side of things is something that I will never get into because I just kind of I don't have the spatial awareness to think. All right, I all right, I can just I have these materials. I can build this thing here. Like like it even on like the basis level, I can't really think in terms of a game where I can build things on the fly there have, been a, there have been a few points where I've been playing where me and me and my squad are running up a hill or something and and we get to like a wall going into I think tipsy towers which is a, just an area in the center of the map that everybody goes to then just fucks they just all get so fucked I, I guess you're not big on Minecraft then oh fuck no like yeah, I can shot all over Minecraft in the past when I brought it up like I can respect that game but don't come at me with that shit Recently, I learned. I actually uh, uh, learned one of the uh, theorized reasons why Minecraft got so huge, and it's because YouTube glitched. Literally, it. Mazel tov, it, I guess. I don't it, know. It, it it's it's because YouTube had a bug in the way it you know ran its programming, so everybody found out about Minecraft, and that is one of the reasons why it became huge. Minecraft got lucky. Good for them. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah, like I said, we were like we were like going to Tips Tower and there's a staircase leading up, so I just immediately beeline for the staircase, and then every time this has happened, every person I played with just began building a ramp going from the hill we're on up to the up to the top of the wall. Just every person. 
or we're in or you I've seen I haven't actually gotten into a firefight inside a building, but from what I've seen of firefights in buildings, uh, you'll just be running around and all of a sudden a, seat, a wall will appear above your fucking head and you just get shot from nowhere. <laughs> or somebody lucked oh. out and got like a trap tile. So they just put that on the ceiling. You walk into a room and then just bang, you're dead. <laughs> that sounds like you're playing uh, Trouble in Terrorist Town or something. Ah, that that sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, like the game, I can see it being fun. Like I can especially see it being fun if I was playing with like friends, but I can't really do that because I I don't feel like scheduling time to hang out with friends. Especially scheduling it like that much. It's like, all right, so yeah, we got different time zones and stuff. Everybody log on to the server at this time. We'll all get into a squad and then we'll go into this fucking map. If you fuck if you fuck this up, I will fucking scream at you. Isn't that what we do for recordings? Yes, for recordings, but that's that's different. That is that's I am doing us this to hanging out with each other. <laughs> yeah, th- 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 this is like us doing that for recordings is not me relaxing. Like when I'm doing fucking, like, like you can relax, dead man. I won't botch this intentionally. That's another thing. A lot of my friends are assholes. <laughs> but no, like what, when what I, when we do this, about? I have to like actually exert effort. Like when I'm doing fucking like let's let's play videos or whatever. The reason Danganronpa is taking so goddamn long is because I am like actually. I'm reading stuff. I am making decisions. I am thinking of like fucking jokes and whatever. I am going through my thought process out loud for people. So that takes up time. If it wasn't, I'd be sitting in my chair, not talking for fucking 12 hours. And then have the game beaten in a day. Or two. That's basically basically when I played stuff like Phoenix, Wright. That's why I stopped grieving him about beating Danganronpa people. Because I realized how much effort he was having to put in every time. Because I've tried to do a Let's Play video. Those aren't easy. <laughs> nope. No, they aren't. I'm not very good at them. And please subscribe to the YouTube channel. YouTube.com says that's no prods. <laughs> Show them some love, people. Show them some love. We've been at over I 100 subscribers for a while now, and I'm happy about that. I never thought we'd get more than 10. But anyway... Yeah, I'm going to be playing more Fortnite. It's You've actually made it sound appealing to me. Yeah. And because yeah, Fortnite, the, the, the randomness of, yeah, I walked into a building and a, a ceiling ate me kind of makes me laugh. Yeah, and that, that's kind of why I think this game blew up the way it did, because of stuff like that, but not happening to you. Like it was, like it was the uh, streamers really fucking made this game explode, which you know was kind of what they do. But yeah, it is. Somebody watches a live stream where a dude gets shot in the head from fucking five thousand yards away, and then the ground eats him. Um, nom 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 nom. And then they buy the game and never play it. No, they download it for free because it's free to play. Oh, at, well, that at explains least... why. That's that explains why I keep seeing ads for. Put Fortnite on your phone. Well, at, at least the um, at least the battle royale mode is free. I believe. I I think there's like a PVE mode, not a PVP See, mode. That's that the, is that's the that's the that's that's what I was interested in. 
but I've seen no footage of that. So yeah, because nobody fucking wants to play that. They they want to play the the battle royale mode because that's what the fucking Twitch is into. That's what that's what gets them then hot clicks. If you search oh, fucking Fortnite clicks. on YouTube or Twitch or whatever, you'll get fucking infinity videos about the battle royale mode and two about save the world mode. And that is actually going to hurt the game for me, because I'm interested in the save the world mode. Why save the world when you can kill other people instead? But you save the world by killing people. I'm a friendly person. I like helping. Well, you're fighting zombies in a purple storm of weird shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm saving the world. Yeah, I don't think I've ever actually survived in one of those games long enough for the circle to contract. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm bad at video games, you guys. Yeah, so that's what I got. Those are I'm playing then. On to news. So first up, uh, Stalker Two is a thing. Hooray. I guess. Yeah, I. I mean, I love Stalker. It's great. <laughs> don't, don't, don't hate me, Stalker fans. Why are you afraid of every fandom? Yeah, because fuck them. They're because they're dangerous. The no, only not. the only dangerous fandom is the Undertale fandom. They're simply the most dangerous. Anyway, I'm more dangerous than any of these fandoms. Well, except for the Undertale fandom. They're scary. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, Stalker 2, uh, the, I guess, official sequel? Not counting the prequel and other sequel? Yeah. It's the first one with two in the name. Yeah, it's a numbered sequel. I hate when... I was I was griping about that the other day. Like, put fucking numbers on your series. Number your goddamn series, people. For fuck's sake, how am I supposed to know if I missed a goddamn piece of your fucking series if it's not numbered? If it's a prequel, call it prequel number fucking one. Or label it clearly as a fucking prequel. Episode zero. That works. To be fair, Metal Gear is numbered and they still don't follow the right order. Yeah, Metal Metal Gear is numbered very easily, just like one, two, three, four, five. And no. At least they gave you fucking numbers. Do you know how many times I'm reading a book or picking up a game and I have no clue until I've read the first chapter or played the first hour? Oh, fuck, I needed to read this other thing or play this other thing in order to have any fucking clue what's going on. Well, I just feel like a lack of research on your part. Why do I have to do research? Put a fucking number on it. It's not hard. One. Wow. Our podcasts are numbered so that people know when the, if they're listening to the to them out of order, aren't they? Yeah, but why does it matter if they're out of order? Because there's actually important content in the previous games that I'm missing because they didn't put a fucking number no, on. I mean, it. why is it important our podcasts are numbered? It's not, but you. It was the first reference that came to mind, Edmund. But like video game numbers mean nothing. They like, re- should re- like resident like like. Like, so Metal Gear is numbered, but then there are also the 
mobile spinoff games and the portable spinoff games like Portable Ops and fucking Acid and whatever. And then there's Metal Gear Rising Revengeance and all kinds of other shit. And the games themselves are in fucking no order that fucking matters. Resident Evil. There are fucking infinity games in that goddamn franchise. They just released number seven. Are they in order? I don't think they are. Nope. You can't even trust numbers these days. Yeah, numbers don't matter in video games. They really should. They really should. It's really fucking infuriating when I try and pick up a piece of a series and I got the wrong fucking one. Nope. Yeah, I never had that problem. I don't tend to have that problem with video games, though I... I can't remember the exact game, but I remember getting really angry because I picked up the third game in a like a five-part series. It was some Japanese game. And I was just really confused. And it happened to me when I was playing um, Phoenix Wright once, too. Like, I jumped ahead three games somehow, and I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, again, never had that problem. I just like, oh, what number is this? I Google it. I don't want to have to do that. I don't. I, it irritates me that I that I that I live in a world where I have to do that. Put a fucking number on it and make sure your goddamn number makes fucking sense. Well, that's if asking too much. If it's a mobile game, don't. I'm gonna stab you one day, dead man, and no court will convict me. No, a lot will. No, no, they won't, because I'll just have to play these recordings, and they'll be like, "Yeah, he drove him insane." No, they'll be like, "Yeah, he's annoying, but you still murdered a person." No court will convict. And a person from another country, too, so that's like an international incident. <laughs> no Enraged Louisiana gamer murders Canadian. Yeah, murders Canadian podcast magnet. <laughs> I doubt they'll label you that. They'll they'll probably like where try I'm make from. You more I am a podcast magnate because I they'll think I'm the only person who podcasts in this city. They'll probably just try and make you more sympathetic rather than inflating your job okay so infuriated Louisiana gamer stabs mentally handicapped Canadian podcaster yeah and they'll blame video games somehow do you want to be that do you want to be the newest thing that sparks that stupid conversation you want to be the one known as the guy who stabbed the retarded person yep because you're constantly being contrarian when there's absolutely no goddamn point to it it's almost like I'm doing a bit just bring a gator up there and throw it in his window. Hey, have you ever tried getting a gator over fucking country borders? Let alone state borders. Man, what are the Mounties going to do? State borders is easier. Yeah, the Mounties will take their moose and horse and have them trample it to death. I'm pretty sure a gator can take a moose. Not 12 no. of them. It all depends on where the uh, con- the confrontation takes place. If it's on, if it's purely on land, then the moose is probably going to win. Caveman will just because... distract them by leaving some maple syrup out. We have that ad infinitum. Yeah, but still, he's like, "Oh, maple syrup." Can we get back on topic? <laughs> yeah. So, Stalker Two, um, a teaser website was uh, was launched recently with that is just Stalker Two in text with 2021 placed underneath it. Woo. Well, that's a while. Yep. So if you want more information, go to stalker2.com. So moving on. Shenmue 3. 
is still happening, apparently. And it's been delayed. I mean, we've already been waiting long enough. Yeah, we'll get ready to wait longer, fucker. What's another couple years? Well, it was only delayed a year. What's Uh, another year at this point? I'm just gonna say it. Duke Nukem Forever. It's gonna be another Duke Nukem Forever instance. No, it's gonna be another Mighty Number no. Nine. Because there's a difference between Mighty Number no. Nine. Because there's a difference between Shenmue Three and Duke Nukem Forever. Duke Nukem Forever was just like, hey, yeah, so we're gonna be making, hey, so fucking Duke Nukem Forever is coming out, fucking couple years after Duke Duke Three D. It's gonna be great, and then it just gets delayed for 19 years or whatever. Your Shenmue Three was never going to happen until Hell froze over, and then Hell froze over. Yeah, yeah. Shenmue Two was like, yeah, okay, we're done, and then they just and they just fucking wait until E three fucking two years, like three years ago, and they announce, hey guys, we're doing a Shenmue Three Kickstarter. So yeah, this is gonna be mighty, mighty number nine. Yeah, and so yeah, so now it is less vaporware issues as opposed to, but but and it's, yeah, it's less vaporware issues and more Kickstarter project issues. Like, hey guys, we need this much money in order to be able to make the game, and then like actually, it's about half of what we need. We're expecting stretch goals, and then the stretch goals fucking exceed their expectations, so they need to fucking cram in even more shit to make the that 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 just increases development time, makes the game worse. Finally, getting Shenmue three. Yep, who's ready to look for sailors? Sailors. Yeah, you guys like Sonic fucking capsule toys. Well, kablam! There you go, fucker. There you go. So, continuing on in news that surprises nobody, uh, Sony has officially ended production of physical Vita games. <gasps> I'm shocked. I know, right? Vita was going so strong. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I am openly shocked and surprised. Yeah, so uh, in a message uh, sent out from Sony America and Europe out to uh, their out to developers, uh, they said that they are planning to end all Vita game card production by the close of fiscal year 2018, uh, which ends March 31st, 2019, because you know tax season. Right. Because they can never be logical. The fiscal year has to be different from the regular year. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh. That was my ear. Thank you. I needed I needed the reverberations of a Canadian gamer in my head. Not my fault. Anyway. Uh, yeah. I'm surprised that they haven't just said, hey, we're ending production of Vitas. Because <laughs> I think about it. When's the last time anybody important at Sony has said anything... At all about a Vita. Never. Exactly. It was, they were launched, and then silence. Hey, like, last year at E3, there was a fucking joke around some, like, some of the, some of the people that I watch on YouTube and stuff, one of the jokes was, let's, like, they were taking, they were essentially taking bets on whether or not they would mention the Vita by name on stage during the press conference. I suddenly heard a thousand consoles be sold and then fell silent. Literally only a thousand. 
Oh. Yeah. It's like it's gotta be such a crushing blow for them too. Like, like they had like the PSP was, I think like a decent success. For them, so they're like, all right, we have the next big thing. It's fucking PS2 level in your goddamn pocket. Let's go Vita. And then Nintendo's like, yeah, we released like 19 versions of the same console handheld, and we fucking like made gangbusters. Oh, by the way, also Switch. Just which is the which is just a bigger Vita. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, fucking Nintendo just made a less convenient but more like a less convenient but better version of the Vita. Oh god. That was been such a fucking slap in the dick to Sony. Yeah. Sometimes I have to wonder um like if Nintendo does shit like that just to like flip other companies off. Not necessarily Sony, but like all other game companies like like, yeah, we've been struggling, like, to come out with a handheld that'll actually be popular while also maintaining a steady uh, console system that's just, like, overall, like, something that people be happy with. Hey, by the way, motherfuckers, we're gonna put one of the old Pokemon games on our Wii U. It prints money, motherfuckers! <laughs> the Wii U... Yeah, no, not the the Wii U was the wrong one to reference there, but <laughs> yeah, the Wii U was a bit of a misstep, and the Wii U was only a misstep because they named it the same fucking thing as the Wii. Well, also the everybody marketing I of it. Know, everybody I know thought the Wii U was just a Wii peripheral. Yeah, like even in the marketing, they fucked they fucked that up. We never got a look at an actual console that was appreciably different from the Wii U. They just from the Wii, they just focused on the fucking tablet thing, and because the thing used fucking Wii motion Wii motes or whatever, everyone was like, "Ah, oh, you just buy that, and then I just just, like, just fucking slap that bitch on my Wii, and then we're good to go, right?" Yeah. It's not the it's not the three two X of the Wii. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> no, it, yeah, it's what, not, what it's I not the Nintendo said. Master System. Hey guys, we released we released Pokemon Yellow. Uh, give us the monies. Why why is Kermit advertising? <laughs> Hi guys, Kermit the Frog here. Kermit the Frog here. I've sold my soul to Nintendo. <laughs> Who's ready for a new Pokemon? Yay! Waka waka. <laughs> That's Fozzy, not Kermit. Fozzy, what are you doing here? I know. Dead Man is doing Kermit, so I did I did Fozzy just because Fozzy's always around whenever Kermit's actually making money. Yeah, it's. He's riding Kermit's coattails. Yeah. Anywho, move right along. Uh, we got announcement and first look at Battlefield 5. Uh, based on a trailer that based on a reveal trailer that we saw for it, um, it appears to be what if World War II was fought by the internet? Woo. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, so World hold, War II hold, would hold. be fought by shit posting. Uh, kind of, because uh, it's a bu- it's a bunch of people who wear like you know nineteen nineteen like forties era like bomber jackets and the World War II helmets and stuff, but they also have on like weird fucking face paint. One person does like a claw hand, and they just like. And they like one dude like runs by a guy who's like dying. He's like first date. He's like oh, I'm sorry, bro. And they just start strangling somebody. That totally sounds like World War Two. 
But he says it in like a, whoops, sorry, sir. Sorry, sir. Just, you know, like British accent. Apologies, gent. Yeah, just everybody screaming fuck. Guns, like, the world is, like, overgrown in some weird, like, plant shit or something. I don't know. It it looked weird. Yeah, just a couple days after that announcement uh, and that reveal, uh, it was also announced that uh, Battlefield Five will have in-game currency that you can purchase for real money. They've learned nothing. Nope. But it will not be used to buy... It will not be used to buy, like, a... Loot boxes or anything because I can't do that anymore. Instead, it oh, will only well, that be used. Makes it to, perfectly okay. Yeah. Instead, it will be used to buy cosmetic items for use in game. Because according to EA, Battlefield Five will have an unprecedented level of customization. So that's how they're going to. Why do them. people think that? Why does EA think that people will care about that in one of their biggest shooter? franchises surely making yourself unique and custom will just paint a bigger fucking target on your head like hey look there's that idiot that spent 250 dollars buying a wig shoot him well here's the thing the map is very big and sniper rifles are very long range yes but the map is very big and and rocket launchers and Target-seeking drones are very, very useful. People will notice. But the map is very big. <laughs> They'll notice. They'll know. Uh, yeah, so um, on top of that, they'll also be having a grind currency, which is, which is, hey, you play, you play your fucking 70,000 matches and you earn 500, you earn 500 fucking in-game Funko Bucks. You can buy an armband. Armbands cost 2,000 minimum. You'll have to play a lot. Christ. Or you can get every armband in the game for only paying us 250 American dollars. Plus this neon rainbow afro. I don't think they're going that crazy with it. <laughs> like, they're keeping things within their art style that, they, that, they've, that they're establishing for this game and not going just, like, full retarded. Neon rainbow Afro. Moving on. <laughs> so, The Wolf Among Us was a game that was released yeah, a while was, ago. That was an awesome game. I love Telltale Point and Clicks. It has a sequel in the works that was announced a year ago. That sequel has been delayed. Till 2019. <sighs> I somehow either missed this or never saw it in the first place because I thought The Wolf Among Us was a standalone thing. Isn't it based off the comics? Yes, it is. I was talking about in terms of a Telltale franchise, it is a ah. one-off thing for them. Because The Wolf Among Us... The Wolf Among Us was like one of the really first big things that I started seeing a problem with the Telltale license stuff. Because, like, yeah, I enjoyed it, but I also spent a good t chunk of that game questioning every decision I made as Bigby because I was wondering if it was wh whether or not it was the right decision for Bigby to make. Because when I go into those games, I like going into the going into the like The Walking Dead, the first season of that fucking loved that. 
because even though it was set in, hey, we got this fucking big world thing, Lee didn't matter. He was not like a pre-existing character that I that I had like fucking years of like history reading about. To. You, he wasn't a character you felt like you like there there is a preset dynamic for this person, so I have to follow these court this course. Yeah. That's Whereas the- in The Wolf Among Us, I'm sitting there thinking, uh, there should not be like this level of tension between Bigby and Snow at this point in their relationship. Sexual tension or otherwise? Romantic tension. Not sexual, romantic. Like man, just, you you played Big B as a ladies man. No, no, it, no, it, it, no, it wasn't even based on the series I made. It was just what was happening. Like, like at the beginning of Fables, Snow White's a bitch. Yeah, she is. In Wolf Among Us, nope, not at all. Like the reason fucking Big B smokes, like 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 Snow didn't fucking pay attention to Big B basically at all until. Like he, until like the shit about the cigarettes came out, and they were drugged and slept together, making her give birth to six were- six flying werewolves in a gust of wind. Comics are weird. Fables, especially. Do you know it's based off of like I think the Israeli-Palestinian conflicts? Huh. Well, that makes me appreciate that comic even more. I remember reading that somewhere, and I want to say it's real. Whether it's true or not, I don't care. I appreciate that comic all the more now. I love that comic. <laughs> In fact, I think I own one of the volumes. So I, I just searched Fables that. Israel, and the first thing that popped up was, is it true Ben Willingham is a racist and supports Israel? <laughs> what? <sighs> okay. But yeah, apparently Bill Willingham, writer of that thing, is very much pro-Israel. Anyway, moving okay. on, final piece of news. You guys remember Leisure Suit Larry? Yeah. No. It's back. No. With a brand new Why? game. Why? What world needs this? A world Our where world. people are too afraid to risk money on any kind of new idea, so they're digging up everything from the past. But Leisure Suit Larry has already failed massively. Well, it's time to fail again, but this time in the 21st century. Maybe people have forgotten how bad right the last mind. one did. Oh, no. So it's being developed by Germans. Oh, there you go. There's a joke there somewhere. Yeah, uh, specifically a game, specifically a game studio called Crazy Bunch. Uh, they they've made three games so far: um, Crypt Crawler, a first-person grid-based dungeon crawler uh, for for game uh, gameplay thing for VR, uh, VR Mahjong, and a game called Break a Brick. So yeah, shit gets weird. So this new game, Leisure Suit Larry, Wet Dreams Don't Dry, Ugh. is updated thing. Uh, it will be featuring a dating app called Timber, as well as a as well as a photo sharing app called Instacrap. Well, that one's accurate. 
Uh, it will be having uh, 30 hand-drawn levels with, quote-unquote, an innovative dating mechanism. What? No idea. There will be an innovative dating mechanism, apparently. Uh, so yeah, the game is due out um, in fourth quarter of this fiscal year. Uh, oh, it God. is it is currently available pre- for pre-purchase on Steam uh, for twenty five bucks, uh, with the price going up to thirty bucks in late October. Don't pre-purchase; it's not worth it. Uh, doesn't Steam have like some anti-porn policy? Doesn't Leisure Suit Larry kind of fall into that? They don't show direct penetration, so I think they're cool. Yeah, but, like, doesn't Steam have, like, anti-nudity policies and all that bullcrap? Now they do. Yeah, now. I know I've played a game that, like, everybody was bitching because the Steam release, like, showed less skin because the guy had to edit to get around the the Steam policies or some shit. Well, one way to get around that is to... Put a put the like clean version of your game up on Steam so that it so that like it doesn't have any doesn't have any fucking nudity or anything in it, and then say, hey, if you like to experience the true, if you want, if you like to experience this game as it is truly intended, download this free patch from our website. That's what all the visual novels are doing. Because the internet is for porn. Yeah. So, yeah, that does it for news. Uh, new releases-wise... Uh, there is one other oh. bit of news that I would that I personally would like to cover. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Stardew Valley multiplayer is finally on the horizon. The beta is live. There are numerous articles online that tell you how to uh, participate. If you enjoy Stardew Valley and want to force your friends to join you, now's the time. And if your friends are trying to force you to join Stardew Valley, don't let them break you. You're stronger than this. <laughs> anyway, new releases wise for this week. Uh, Runner three, the third game in the previous Bit Trip Runner series, is out is out now on Nintendo Switch and PC. I goddamn love the Runner games. They're just fucking fantastic games. Uh, State of Decay 2 is for sale on X-Bone and PC, but only the Microsoft Store, so nobody's buying it. Genius. <laughs> uh, Stardew Valley is coming to the Vita. Really? Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's interesting. Um. Wow, okay. Yeah, we got, uh, also coming out this week, Bloodstained Curse of the Moon, the prequel to the as-yet-I-think-unreleased, yeah, the as-yet-unreleased Koji Igarashi spiritual Castlevania successor. Oh, that one. Yeah, so before his game is even fucking out, they made a prequel to it. Yeah. Okay. 
That's out on Switch, 3DS, and PS4. I'm not sure how to... Hmm. And then finally for this week, Detroit Become Human. The latest David Cage game. I'll FPS watch a Let's Play of it. I can't fucking afford it. That's why I said I'll watch a Let's Play of it. Oh, I thought you said I want to, I want to see a Let's Play of it from you, Dead. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. You, yeah, you don't watch my content. Oh no, that's not it. It's I, 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 I. <laughs> Honestly, watching you do a let's play of it might be interesting. Yeah, no, I want I want you to do a let's play of it now, Dead. Yeah, I can't afford it. Someone who's a patron, give the money so that he can get becoming human. You can't put that much stress on Absolute Zero, man. He's only one person. He's only one guy. Not Absolute Zero. He's already done his part. He's the <laughs> only Everyone's patron. Mothers. Everyone's mothers needs to give in enough money. Anyway, then next week, uh, the week of the end of May, fucking nothing. Unless you consider a another release of Owlboy or a remastering of The Legend of K. Who? Exactly. It's... Legend of K is a Zelda game for furries. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Those are new releases, and that's going to do it for this week. Thank you all for joining us. We'll be back at some point. Another episode of this. It is really hot in my room. Fuck me. Hopefully, I won't have to miss in the future. I thought you said you didn't need air conditioners in Canada. In the winter, no. In the summer, we turn into, like, it. it we swing hard. Like, it, it, was, it is just as likely to have, we like, in Canada, depending on the time of year, it, you are just likely to have a day that is minus 40 as you are to have a day that is plus 40. Global warming is a thing, and it's hitting us hard. So get air, get a, so invest in ACs then. I don't have the money or time to be able to invest. Also, you know I did install an AC unit where I am. I couldn't have it on while we're recording. My room is very small. I need to have the door closed. So yeah, I'm fucked. Yeah, I just lose Good that life. Day, sir. Anyway, until then, I'm dead. I'm Alex. Farewell. I'm Caveman. We will see you guys next time. Goodbye, have a wonderful time.